Hello and welcome to Blissful Parenting Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Abraham, and today I'm joined by a special guest, Robin McMahon. And what's so awesome about Robin is she's a certified parenting coach, an author, and a speaker, and she's also one of our Blissful Parenting faculty members. She's done a course with us at Blissful Parenting called How Not to Lose Your you know what? So you can fill in the blanks there because this is a PG, G podcast. We don't want to say it when it actually is titled. <laughs> and so uh, back to Robin, she works with parents from all over the world and help them, and she helps them to be, have more connection uh, and find more joy and cooperation in their parenting. So Robin is a former angry mom. I can totally relate to that. And for over 12 years, Robin juggled full-time corporate career while being a mom and a wife. Prior to becoming a parenting coach, in her corporate career, Robin had a background in marketing and public relations, training, and event planning. She understands firsthand how many moms struggle to balance work and family. It's because of her struggles as a parent that she found the world of peaceful parenting and has dedicated her life to teaching parents how to build a strong family so their kids thrive. So Robin, welcome to the show today. We're so happy to hear from you today. Thank you for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. Thanks, no, Michelle. No problem. Well, I'm so happy you're here too. So Robin's an author, as we mentioned before, and her and the name of her book is called The Yelling Cure. So what we're really going to talk about a lot today is this yelling cure. So how, how Robin's going to be able to help some parents with figuring out, oh, they are a yelling parent. Well, you probably already know you're a yelling parent if you're a yelling parent. And what are some things that we can help to us to stop being a yelling parent? And so if it's okay with you, Robin, I'd like to dive right into the conversation. And I want to hear a little bit more about your background. How did you get started becoming a parenting coach? Well, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I know I have a background in marketing and events and, and different things. And, and so this is definitely a departure from that. Um, you know, when I first became a parent, I, I had no idea what I was in for. And I, I was really, it kind of, it kind of rocked me to the core. You know, I had, uh, we were, we were lucky to, to have a baby right away, but you know, it, it really started as I was giving birth, my, my journey into struggle in parenting. Um, my sweet boy went up instead of down when I had my epidural and I had a C-section and was in so much pain as I know a lot of women can relate to. And I'd heard stories of women who had trouble reconciling the way the birth went with their child. And I thought that was ridiculous. Well, I got it. I got it. I got that lesson. And I, I definitely knew what it was like, but the problem for me is that I couldn't get over it. Um, not just the birth, but it was the, the start of the cycle of shame that I felt because I felt like I wasn't good enough, right? I couldn't nurse my child. I couldn't do the things that I wanted to with my child and it affected my confidence, my self-esteem. It affected my happiness, my joy, my connection with my child too. He wasn't this wasn't what I thought it was going to be like, and I wasn't the mother I thought I would be. And through the struggle over the years with my child, and we have another son as well. We have two boys who are just the best boys ever, and uh, they're now uh, 14 and 11, and they 
you know, through this journey and through the darkness and the depression that I fell into, I found peaceful parenting and I found a way to connect with my kids, but ultimately I found a way back to myself. And the transformation was undeniable that I had to, I, I, it changed my life so much. I had to do this. I had to do this because it brought me so much joy. So Wow. And, you know, with your, thank you. So, I mean, so glad that you went through that as, as, and being vulnerable now, you can now share that experience. And I know so many moms can relate to that story, you know, the shame or not feeling good enough or not prepared. Like, Oh my gosh, we don't get a Bible or any sort of like (laughs) book to come with this parenting gig and it's tough in the first little while. And I love that you say that you love your boys. You have the best boys and they're 11 and 14 year old boys. So parents out there, I want you to hear that. that all teenage boys don't have to be difficult and crazy and hard. And, you know, please listen to Robin. <laughs> it can be joyful having teenage boys. <laughs> all stinky and, and, and all. But <laughs> it's, yes, it's well, yes, that's true for sure. But the thing is too, right? And this is what I tell parents all the time. And I know we're going to get into like the nitty gritty of the parenting stuff, but your teenagers, your toddlers, it's the same in terms of their behavior. The behavior is just communication that's letting us know that something is going on with them, that either there's a need that isn't getting met or there's an emotion that is unacknowledged or they don't have a skill to do something, right? So it isn't even about us. It's about them and them navigating through the world and how can we support them. So for teenagers, it's a whole different list of things and struggles and topics that we have to face than we do with our toddlers. But essentially across the board, we, if we change the way we look at behavior and stop labeling it good or bad and start questioning it and saying, how come, then that is what brings you closer and also helps you to work it out. And when your child is getting their needs met and their feelings acknowledged and they feel good, they're way more likely to cooperate. And that's the key, right? We want cooperation, don't we? <laughs> Absolutely. And I like that. What you said is the key is that, you know, it, the, the communication is that there's something that's missing there, like has nothing to do with you. Like I know a lot of parents and myself guilty as well at points have been like, why, why are you making mommy so mad? Right? Like, you know, and it has, they're, they're making us nothing yeah. to do with you. So, you know, we got to really like, why are you that. doing this to me? Yeah. Why are you embarrassing me? Why are you trying to make me mad? Yeah. Nothing to do with you, mom. Nothing to do with you. So that's yeah. a good, that was a good lesson I learned. You know, I'm new to parenting. It's still relatively in the first, you know, six years. So uh, that's something that I've learned recently. So it's really helped a lot to realize that that's not all about you. And so Robin, you know, you you wrote The Yelling Cure and it's because you were an angry mom. So tell us a little bit about that and how um, the book kind of came about. Yeah. So, you know, I was an angry mom because of my own issues, but I was also an angry mom because my oldest child is a really difficult kid. You know, the, the, the stuff that I talk about isn't just for typical kids. It's for kids that have really high needs and he's one of those kids. And so throughout the, the, the first few years, we knew there was something off, but we didn't know what it was. And so we 
talk to healthcare providers. We tried to find ways to help him. He was really anxious. He was really angry. He was really oppositional. And so we're at a place now where we really understand what's going on with him. And he has challenges that we as his parents, my husband and I, we have to help him through. And it's not always easy. And I'll never say I'm perfect and that I always have the answer because there are some days where I, I struggle sometimes, you know, because it is a lot. So my son, just to, to tell you, and, and I want to be clear that I have his permission to talk about this because for a long time, I never talked about this. And I was, I was so ashamed of my own self and thought it was all my fault, which is why I didn't want to talk about it. And now that we have some answers and I'm in a better place, I can. So, um, he, he struggles with intense anxiety, so an anxiety disorder that manifests itself as obsessive compulsive disorder. And OCD is thrown around as, you know, sort of anecdotally like, oh, I'm so OCD, I have to make sure my bed is made every day or whatever. But, you know, that's not OCD. OCD is debilitating. And my son has that kind of OCD. And it's, you know, it's, it's hard to see, you know, I know this is his lot in life. But as his mom, it's it's sad to see, you know. Um, but but I know that this is his calling too to 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 find a way to work through this, right? So we help him with that, and and there's work that he needs to do. So there's obsessive compulsive disorder. Um, he also has some depression, and there is also um, an explosive anger disorder that he has too. So sometimes he will have meltdowns and they last a long time. You know, not as much as he gets older, but they can be pretty big and pretty, pretty long lasting and loud. So all of those things put together with the regular overwhelm you feel, the regular uh, busy schedule that you have, all of those things, um, it was pretty hard on me. It was pretty hard on me. So, um, and, and I consider him my greatest gift because if it wasn't for him, you know, I wouldn't want to have been a better mom or a better person. And he's definitely opened the door for me to heal myself, you know, which is what I've already said. But I mean, it's a really, I, I always believe that the pain pain that you feel no matter where it is in your life is your invitation for healing. So I'm so grateful to him for that. Oh, that's so great. I love that you can see it in that way now. And it's opened the door really for you to become a parenting coach and now help so many other parents as well, which is fantastic. So this is where the yelling cure came from, uh, being frustrated, angry mom. And uh, so what are some tips for parents that maybe are finding themselves in this particular situation? Um, with uh, with their kids right now where they just are frustrated and uh, you know just having having some issues keeping their own cool when they're talking to their kids well when parents are finding themselves in these positions and they're finding themselves really struggling you know they've got to look at and this is what I teach parents to do look at parenting from two sides, right? On the one side, we're looking at your child and your child's behavior, right? But we're looking at their behavior, like I always say, not as good or bad, but as communication. But we also want to look at them in terms of developmental stages, brain science always comes into play. And then there is um, also recognizing that there may be a skill that they don't yet have, right? So we want to look at the child, right? When you're in this position where you're frustrated, you're angry, and things aren't going the way you want, we look at your child, we look at their behavior. And if behavior is communication, then the other side of it is you. 
how are you interpreting their communication, their behavior communication? Are you, is it triggering you? Is it making you angry? Is it making you frustrated? Does your child whine too much? Does your child have meltdowns too many times? Is, is, is your child rude or disrespectful? So, so how do we interpret that? What's really going on? And, and what I always tell parents to do when they're in these situations is to, to look what's under the behavior. Don't look at the behavior first. Look at it as secondary right? Don't label it as good or bad. Look at it as secondary and find out what's driving it. There's always either that unmet need, unacknowledged emotion, or they just don't have the skill yet, right? And so, so then what, what I teach and the reason I wrote the book is because I want parents to understand that there are, there are, there are eight core needs of a child that need to be met at any given time. And I'm not, I'm not talking about the need to have a toy or an ice cream cone or whatever it is. It's not mm-hmm. that kind of need, but their basic core human needs, the need for unconditional love, for connection, for attention. You know, we blame and shame our kids for just needing attention or you're just doing that to get attention. Well, yeah, maybe they are doing that to get attention and that's why they're doing what they're doing. And so we need to give them quality attention and really lean into that. And when your child is getting their needs met, they're much more likely to cooperate. They're going to be happier. They're going to be more calm as well. So that's all that I talk about in my book. It's all in there on how to do that and how to get to a new place with your child. That's great. I have read part of your book and I'm looking forward to continue reading it. It's got some great resources in there. It's got those core needs I think are so fascinating. And uh, I think it's something that every parent should take a look at your book because it really, it's really not about the, obviously not about behavior. And some of the things I learned in there was really um, more about looking at those, those basic needs and like, uh, you know, I, you know, I was one of those parents that used to say, oh yeah, bad behavior, good behavior. Okay. No, it's the attention they need, or they need some more love, or they just need you to look them in their eyes and talk with them and sit down and have that, that, Mm. that, those moments. So I highly recommend picking up Robin's book. Robin, where can we find your book? Can you go tell us where that is? Yeah, you can find it in a couple different places. Uh, one is on my website, which is just parentingforconnection.com. And it's F-O-R, not the number. So parentingforconnection.com. And you can also do go.robinmcmahon.com. So either place, um, you'll put that in the show notes, I know, so people can can get it. Um, can I add something really quickly to, to what, we've just, what we've just said? I just want to sure. say that those those core needs for a child are really important, but I also include core needs for you as a parent as well, because that's also really, really important. We've got to get your needs met, right? And, and, and I just want you to know that there's a list of needs in there and, and a call to action for you to identify which ones, which of your needs aren't getting met. So that's important too. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Robin, for that. That's so important for parents to know. And so important for parents to uh, know that they, they have some support and then they need to get their needs, their needs met too. And uh, now, Robin, you just started a podcast too. So uh, Parenting for Our Future, Parenting Our Future is the podcast Robin just started. And uh, it's excellent. Go over to iTunes, check it out. Make sure you subscribe, like, and review her show because it's really great to have continued this conversation on. If you love what Robin's saying today, you'll love what she says on her podcast too. So make sure you check that out. 
uh, for sure. So Robin, can you tell us a little bit about what it would be like for a parent to come and work with you? What does that look like? What's the process you take parents through? And who, at what point should parents really reach out? Well, thank you. That's a great question. Uh, when I work with parents, I work with them one-on-one -on -one, usually. Like that's, that's the main way. I do have some courses which are more of a group environment, but really if you're looking for individual help, then working with me one-on-one -on -one is what you do. And I work with clients for about three months and there are 10 one-on-one -on -one calls during that time. And that's where I really break down and help parents to move past the issues that they're facing that are really unique to them and their family, right? Every family is different. Every, every set of circumstances is different. All personalities are different. So to find somebody that can help you with things that are unique to you. And look, I work with parents all day long. It's exclusively what I do. I don't work with the kids. I just work with the parents. So, you know, for me, this is about helping you to, to get unstuck and move forward. Because the idea is that we want you or I want you to build a relationship. We want to have relationships with our kids. We want it to not be so much about control and dominance over our kids as in relationship with our kids because we want them to see us as trusted allies that they can come to when they've done something bad or wrong or made a mistake. And we are there not to criticize them, not to judge them or shame them, but just to help them work it out. And what that does is that helps them grow into the kind of people who have emotional intelligence and resilience. And those are the kinds of people in this world, in today's society, that really thrive. So that's what I help parents to do on an individual basis. So so, um, and it's been such a rewarding experience working with parents that, you know, excitedly tell me that they got their kids to do what they asked them to do. They listen now. There's not as much, there's, there's no disrespect. There's not as much complaining. You know, it's really exciting. And you don't, you know, we're not, I remember back in when we were kids, like it was like that, the parents are the scary thing. Like they're just supposed to be afraid of your parents. And my parents never raised me that way. But I know a lot of my friends' parents were like, they were afraid of their parents. How awful is that? Like that, that's not what you want. You want to be able to have that, be that ally person. And I like what you said. And I hope parents are listening at home. You want yeah. your children to be able to come to you as that trusted person to work out a problem, not be ashamed by it, not get criticized for it, not get punished for it, but to help them work it out. I think that's so key. And having resilient, emotionally intelligent people in this world is what we really need more of. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that you're helping parents find, uh, find ways to raise those kind of children because those are the kids that are really going to thrive in the future. It's really what our future needs is more people that are emotionally intelligent and not broken. <laughs> and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, so that's really great. Thanks, Robin. And I want to I talk a little bit about um, the course that you did with Blissful yes. Panting. So we can't yeah. say the whole title, but it's like, how not to live your, you know? <laughs> and uh, tell us a little bit about this course and, and what, what's included in it. Okay, sure. So this course is, uh, I love it. I mean, I do love the name too, because I think that as much as parenting is serious and sacred, I still think that we can have a little bit of fun and something happens when we become parents, we get really serious and we need to have some fun. So um, anyway, and I know every parent can relate to losing your 
stuff, right? <laughs> so, um, so in this course, what what I teach you is in six modules. Um, it's module so it's really easy to consume I give you a full workbook too so that the meat of the course that you're gonna watch um, online their video the video classes you get that all in the workbook too so the first thing I do is walk you through setting your intentions for you and your child then I share with you a tool that I've created which is four steps to keeping yourself cool and stopping a meltdown in its tracks and that could be your meltdown or your child's meltdown because I know we have those two um, then I talk about how to really get your kids to listen and then I talk about the pitfalls of punishment there's a lot of parents that you know really up until this point in history punishment has been the norm right you don't do what I like so I'm gonna punish you so the thing is, is that it doesn't work. It may work in the short term, but it doesn't work in the long time to foster that strong relationship. And so I really want to unpack why we use punishment and how it ends up backfiring for us. And then um, also one of my most favorite things that I love to do with my clients is set up their values, their family values that are unique to them and the boundaries for their kids that correspond to those values. And the great thing is everybody agrees, so everybody knows where they stand and everybody knows what's okay and what's not okay. So that is a module I love. And then the last one is something, of course, I'm passionate about, which is creating a plan for self-care. I'm not just talking about it, I'm helping you to create a plan to get your needs met so that you can fully show up in a peaceful way with peaceful responses for yourself and for your kids and your family. I just love the word peaceful parenting. It just, it just sounds so nice. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds nice, lovely. But it is also about boundaries. It's about, you know, you know, them knowing what's okay and what's not okay. You know, this isn't a free for all, you know, there are our kids need structure and boundaries so that they can flourish within that scaffolding of support. Yeah, that's important. I, you know, as, as someone who, I call myself more of a free spirit. I've learned this in the business world as well as now learning it in the parenting world. Like I always rebelled against the structure and the, the, the structure and, and routine and things, but it's so important, especially for the kids. They really, I really see my kids thrive with routine and structure and it, it wasn't something that is natural to me. So I had to work extra hard as a parent to do that. Well, and it's funny because, you know, you talk about that and you said that you rebelled and what happens is, is we see the result of our parenting in the early years when kids are teenagers, right? And, you know, really in terms of the work that I do, it's never too late, right? So when, when parents come to me, usually their kids are at least two and older, right? Because two is kind of where they go from being cute to kind of making you crazy right but if you've got teenagers you've got young adult children it's still never too late to mend that relationship and to move forward because you know it's okay that we've made mistakes we can always go back right we can always go back and heal that relationship so that's really important for you to know too i think for anybody who has kids that thinks well you know what the ship has sailed i can't go back well you can you can that's great. That was my next question. What age group do you usually work with? So that's fantastic to know that you can work with parents with kids of all age groups. So anyone at any stage and any anywhere is never too late. It's yeah. time to, to it's time to re re rectify the shift and have a peaceful existence in your family. And how nice does that sound, right? Peaceful dinner, nice dinner, yeah. nice bedtime routines, nice school routines, all that kind of stuff. That sounds that sounds lovely. <laughs>
And it's all doable without losing your, you know what? <laughs> right. Awesome. So you guys will have to check out Robin's course at blissfulparenting.com. It is on our uh, site there and uh, make sure you check it out. Cause I think it's so many great tools that parents need to kind of, you know, take a look at and, and start using in, in their lives and with their kids. So great. So Robin, I just want to thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and your wisdom today with us. I know you've enlightened myself and I know others have been touched by what you said today. So let's keep in touch with you, Robin. Make sure you guys go check out her podcast, mm -hmm. Parenting Our Future. Check out her website. It's Robin. It's connect, parentingforconnection.com, right, Robin? Yep. Yeah, perfect. So make sure you check out Robin, follow along, and uh, stay tuned for more from Robin as our blissful parenting faculty. We'll bring her back again. Again, I promise. And uh, we'll hear more for her, from her down the road. So thank you, Robin, for being with us today. Thank you for listening to the Blissful Parent Podcast. For complete transcriptions of this show, as well as helpful links to resources mentioned in this episode, please visit our website at theblissfulparent.com.